I'm Sean from Arfield Rugby Media. This is Simeon, also known as the Tixel Crew. Hi guys, I'm Murray, also known as Plus Four Rugby HQ. And welcome to Season 2 of the Rugby Connection Podcast. Hope you're ready for it. For the fans. By the fans. Hello and welcome to Episode 8 of the Rugby Connection Podcast. I'm pretty sure it's Episode 8 anyway. Uh, I think we've lost track um, these past couple of weeks because it's been so mental with all the rugby and everything. It's like all flown into the next, but uh, I feel like it's been like weekends have been back to back. It's nearly like it's been, there's been no midweek for me the past two weeks. But um, it's all I know, been, I. Yeah, it's been pretty weird. Anyway, boys, how are you, Simon? How are you getting on today? I'm grand. Essay writing, can't beat it. I'm finally back in a whale shirt, even though it was the shittest win ever. But, you know, it's fine. Um, Apart from that, we're grand. I had a game on Wednesday last week. Final score was 10-7. Oh, good Lord. They Very both had very much white line fever. Um... Apart from that, Grand Murray, how are we? I'm all right. Um, better guard about the result, but we'll get into that shortly. But what of the pre-match points for you after spending forever in a day in Haymarket train station? Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. What's going on at Haymarket, Murray? I do apologise for that, something, but that was oh, out of my I'm control. Only ten minutes, half an hour later. Fucking Murray's not here yet. Can't Genuinely, the, the train was that busy, there was no conductor on the train. So we had to get into Haymarket and then buy a ticket. But the queue was that long, it got to the point there was women that worked for ScotRail just went, just download the app and you'll get through quicker. Right, cool. God, next. And the train and the train coming home missed my stop. Like, best, best. Just, just drove past it. Just kept going. <laughs> best, best be early next week, Murray. Best be early. I'll be early next week. I'll be good. Hey, Murray, um, speaking of... Um... <laughs> speaking of uh, a Haymarket, Murray, I saw a comment... On one of your TikToks that someone saw you at uh, at Haymarket the other day. Yeah, I, I don't know who it was, but, but next time just say hello. I'm starting to get like I think I've seen you, and I might have seen. I've, I'm getting a lot of the maybe's. I'm not getting. Ima- a imagine only having the navies. Straight <laughs> after I came back from the pub, I was walking down Haymarket. This group of boys, TikTok was on. Yeah, Murray, you better you better watch out. You're getting to Simeon levels of fame here now. <laughs> I, know, it's, it's, I would embrace oh. that. I'm, I'm not going to be like Simeon and shrug it off. I'd stand and take pictures <laughs> and sing shit. Go for it. I don't care. Go for, I don't give a crap. I'll go for it. Anyway, in the comments you... down below. Who is the vainest of a Rugby Connection podcast? <laughs> me. me, 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 me. Probably true. Self, <laughs> self-love and all me, that. Me with my Got... fucking after clerks on the show tonight, lads. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyway, Sean, how are you? You've been a busy boy again this week. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite ecstatic today. Um, it's. It was a, Saturday. Was surreal to put it lightly. Um, I mean, it still hasn't properly like sunk in yet. Like the fact that I was actually in the Aviva first place, a packed Aviva for the first time since before COVID. Um, and besides that, the fact that we played the Allbacks and beat the Allbacks. So uh, <laughs> I think you can, I, I woke up this morning. Pretty happy, the happiest Monday morning I've had in a long time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty good, and it was well, a brilliant weekend. Should we just talk about that Ireland game? So just, wait, like wait, 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 I feel, I feel like I need to apologise to Sean because if you look on YouTube, my top's a bit out of place. So, so I, I, I've got no flags up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the field of Bath and Rye. 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> Do you want to finish that song, Murray? It's fine. Sean, I've got We once. We saw the small free birds fly. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I love that voice. That's a, that's a lovely surprise. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, Murray, I know uh, you've been learning the, field, the, the lyrics to Feel Nothing Right. So um, I respect I know, I already knew it. Oh, well, there you go. There I've been on for years. I'm just needing to go to Dublin with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks shoulder to shoulder and fields of Ath and Rye. And I'll, I'll be proper Irish. I'll embrace it all. <laughs> yeah. Simeon, in fairness, you um, you know the words to Ireland's Call pretty well, except for the last line. I'll have to correct that for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think you were saying about how your experience at the Aviva, I was sat with three Irish people in Malone's Irish bar in Haymarket. Two of them were also referees, so it became very critical. Actually, third play, Luke Pierce had a fucking good game. Can we did. appreciate it? Um, but we were just, oh my God, I've never been. That atmosphere, I mean, there's a packed Irish bar yeah. and that Joey Carberry pedal. And just every moment of that game, even Ireland's call, what, what an atmosphere. It was like, it was almost like being like, like it was so good there. You always, I was always like, I was at the game. <laughs> yeah, felt yeah. like that. If you get me, just a yeah. lot warmer and a lot more goodness <laughs> down me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. <laughs> On the um, the whole experience wise, you just because you mentioned Ireland's call there, Simon. We for the first time ever, I think I'm. I was kind of late to get to arriving at the stadium. I only got to my seat just before the hack. I was kind of standing um, just in, at the steps while like the, the last verse of Ireland's call, which was uncharacteristically me normally I'm at the stadium a good like for internationals at least half an hour before sitting in my seat but for some reason we just whatever way we were just in the pub or whatever just lost track of time squat to Scotland South Africa and then it just you know we were like oh it's only like what 40 minutes to the game and it took us like 20 minutes to get to the stadium and then we were like 10 minutes outside it was like jammers like everyone trying to get in through the gates and oh, it was absolutely mental Can we well. also I think we also need to let the rugby connection fans know that Sean is an alcoholic now Yes, I'm not I drink it. alcoholic boy. <laughs> that that I think that's factually incorrect, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I to be fair, if you're going to if it's your first time to drink, what better excuse than Ireland beat the All Blacks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was. I think the week deserved it. The week deserved it. So yeah. uh, it was a good. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. Can we just discuss? And I'm I'm quoting it like this: big dick energy from James Sober. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, James Lowe, and I criticise the man because I dislike him. What a fucking game he had! What a game! He was brilliant. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't think there was a bad. Well, actually, well, there's one player I don't think did anything all game, and that was James Ryan. But apart from that, I thought every. No, I'm not even being critical. Tell me, James Ryan did something that game because he just seemed. I just seemed lost all game. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. In fairness, he was quiet, but um. um yeah, I think I'm starting to think, Simeon, that you know the way uh, Murray has nearly a personal vendetta against Liam Williams. Do you have that for James Ryan? <laughs> yeah, I do, 100. Ian Henderson played so well, and I don't know why they didn't keep him on. The thing is, I can admit that Liam Williams is a good player. I just can't fucking stand him. Yeah, I yeah. can't make James Ryan's a good player because he's not a good player. <laughs> he, he was a good not... player, so he was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he wasn't even a good player. He just was in an Ireland immense team who wouldn't lose. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, he wanted to go. He went like 23 games unbeaten for Leinster or something, Leinster in Ireland in the start of his career. So that was pretty yeah, crazy. Maybe getting defeated shot his ego. Maybe that's what is a shows. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I could, yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, on the positives of the game, because who cares what James Ryan did? Kalen Doris. Holy shit. I didn't what know much about him, but he was fucking grand. He was brilliant. I mean, I'm, I'm a kind of delighted for him because some people w- w- would have said that he didn't even deserve to start. He's kind of been a little bit out of form this season. Like, he hasn't really done too much. But on Saturday, he absolutely nailed his place in the team with that performance. He was that try. You don't see trying <coughs> to go like that against the All Blacks. No, I mean... It was serious gas, first of all, like from, you know, back rower. But I think it's great for him, the fact that, I don't know if you heard, but a few weeks ago, he kind of came out talking about his, obviously, his experience with concussion. And he was out yeah. for a, long, a, a good while, like, with his concussion. Now he's been man of the match performance against the All Blacks, like, you know, so... Um, it's amazing for him. That's some turnaround. Um, just while you're talking about James Lowe as well, he's, he's, he's proper proven the critics wrong about his defence. You can obviously see a lot of question marks before the game about his defence and obviously the last like probably two seasons since he made his debut for Ireland, but his defence was superb. He's that. probably worked on it. He probably knows that yes, is where he, he is has. poor and he's, do you know what, and you can't argue about you. Have some players who are stubborn and will never be good at that thing they're not good at. Yeah. He's worked on that and you know what, he earned that spot. I thought um, Conway had a good game as well, actually. This one, Conway yeah. was good. Um, no, I, it was what a game! It was, yeah, I, you, everyone was happy. I don't think anyone was sad. No, <laughs> no, unless you're from New Zealand, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> there, here's a funny story actually. So, there's a fellow on my on my rugby team, he's from New Zealand. He only moved to Ireland and Leitrim, where I live. Um, I think a year, a year, a year, a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and uh, he was at the game. And he sent a picture into the group chat. He was all sad and he was like, oh, you know, I was like sending a selfie or whatever. And then I sent him a message, sent a picture. I was like, oh, sorry, man. You know, we were, <laughs> we were just the best today. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, a good crack with the Kiwis. Like in fairness, they're, they're, they're humble losers. Well, yeah. I think the players are, yeah. maybe, maybe not some of the fans. <laughs> but um, um, sorry, Greg. Um, no, I was just like, I mean, like, as you said, you were saying, Simon, it's hard to pick out any player who didn't play well. I mean, yeah. it was just like all around performance. I mean, by the whole team. And I mean, even the bench, like, you know, Omani was pretty good. Ty Byrne was brilliant. He got the minutes. Oh, Ty Byrne came on. And I got so excited. You get excited when he comes on the pitch. You're like, and he was looking for those turnovers every time. It was great. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's pretty good at them as well. He there, was. Is one, I, there is I, one I thought... thing. Sorry, I mean, Luke Pierce. I, I just be quick about refing. So there's a yeah. yellow card. I think we all agree that was <coughs> a yellow card. Yeah. I made a quick video on it earlier. Um, I think it was Sunday, or whatever. Trends. As much as he refed really well, I do think there should have been another yellow card for New Zealand for either offside or um, taking players off the ball, especially Sexton. They did it a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. And the other game which those trends happened in, and there was definitely no card. And I think Murray. Was very happy about the no, no, we'll get on to that in a minute. I've just got one more thing to say on the New Zealand thing. Just because of how frightening it, it's three weeks on the balance, this boy's done it. Well, Jordan in a chip and chase. Name a more iconic duel. Yeah, it was a great try, in fairness. Uh, <laughs> name a more iconic duel. Uh, Louis Zamet had a chip and chase. That's <laughs> yes, but we will get on to that because no, that was frightening. No, I'm sorry. That was a bad <clears> try. That, no, that was much better. No, it was a good try. It was definitely. I'm just saying, like, well, Jordan, this whole lot of them. Mm. Yeah, true. Yes, ball, chip a chase, catch it, scores. Yeah, I think it's now. I think that's a seventeenth try in twelve caps. It's ridiculous. Oh wow, I did not hear that. That's insane. That's that's. Will mad. Jordan is probably like Will Jordan will be the best player on the planet. In yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. 
If he's if he doesn't get injured, he keeps fit. He will be the best player on the planet. He's so talented. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Murray, Scotland. Yeah. Well, Women, what a win for Scotland! Yeah, Scotland women, women won. Yeah, women. Brilliant game. Thirty-six, twelve. Um, do you know what? That was the best. I, I was at the game. Best referee performance <laughs> I'd ever seen. Yeah, that I was. Everything was right. Um, we actually had a red card in that for Japan five. Yes, Japan, just, I will not butcher any names. Um, took the head clean off Rona Lloyd. Yeah, uh, Simeon was sat there. Simeon, yes, I'm speaking in. Third person now. I've been writing to me essays today. I have to write my essays in third person. I am now speaking in third person. Simeon was very excited. But when that rate cut, when it happened, I saw on the pitch, I was like, they need, they need to check that. And they got it up. And they, they took their time and did it well. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that is a red card. And But fair play to Japan. It held up well, winning at half time. Yeah. And then the Scotland gas and Rona Lloyd, bloody <laughs> hell, he just, 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 he just destroyed them. That second half, um, the bat, the Scotland women's backs are just so good with ha- ball in hand. Chloe Rowley scoring that beautiful try to fullback for Scotland. Yeah, yeah, fullback eleven. It, everyone was getting in tries yesterday. Everyone was going for it. Great, brilliant one. And um, yeah, on to the, men. the men's now. Yes, there was there actually was positives. I will get onto the negatives because oh my god. I've never felt so, Scotsman. I've never felt so angry after. Yes, like Scotland made some mistakes. Every bloody team makes I mistakes. I didn't think Scotland was that. I thought Scotland played very well. Wait a minute. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm getting all the positives out first before I proper start ranting and raving. Makazuli Mapimpe, unreal. Like you don't need Cheslin Colby. You've got Makazuli Mapimpe. Oh yeah, He's just chilling. He's not. He didn't get picked. I, I forgot he, was... he existed. I genuinely forgot he existed. I forgot he existed. <laughs> Who was playing on the other wing? Oh, Creel. Jesse Creel, yeah. 50th cap for Jesse Creel. Who's been, been doing well? Doing well. Mark, I like Jesse Creel. I, the one issue I had at the end of the game wasn't even the result. and Not just the referee performance. I'll get into that shortly. Oh, Man you're the ref talk for this game, are yes. you? Yes, I'm, I'm taking over <laughs> for this one. Okay. Um, even it's the best man of the match. I don't think so. No, I didn't think As, much. I... Yes, yes, he put in a big hit here and there. It's even it's the best. Or as an announcer in the stadium called him, Uben it's the best. And I know it's right. Anyway, yeah, man of the match. Uh, no, Mac is only a pimpy. Absolutely. Two tries, yeah. tore them apart. Nobody could catch him. But onto the to the losing side in Scotland. <clears throat> Everyone played with a point to prove. Stuart Hogg, I'm saying it now, he's back to where he should I would, be. I said this after the game. Top Stuart tier. Hogg, Stuart, do you know what? I'm just, this is general rugby right now. Just, yeah. um, there's a lot... Last year, I felt fullbacks were very poor. They weren't really any good. For, even New Zealand, like it wasn't like set down. It wasn't, there were still issues. The Lions couldn't get a fullback, really. That was good enough. For the Sess at the yeah. time, Williams and Stuart Hogg were both poor. None of them had a good, great Six Nations. But bloody hell, Stuart Hogg, Liam Williams, Freddie Stewart. Um, also, I can't think what the French one's called. Nova Germany. Nova Germany. Yeah, all the fullbacks are on such good form at the moment. Stuart Hogg blinded two tries. Oh, that Scottish pub went nuts. That, that Scottish, but Irish pub went nuts <laughs> in Scotland when Stuart Hogg was on a mad one as well. 
And he's running with, and it wasn't just his tries. He's running the ball again. Yeah. It's, it's like the world. When we said that Stuart Hogg or Damien McKenzie was world's best fullback, McKenzie slipped off a bit because he's not really playing now because Jordy Barr's Jordy playing, well. playing well. Mm. Exactly. There's another fullback that's playing well. So there you yeah. go. But just because I think the debate was always Hogg or McKenzie, and McKenzie slipped off, I think Stuart Hogg's back to. Oh, you say Stuart Hogg's best? Yeah. As the best like, world. actually, yeah. we have to ask our non biased opinion here because at the moment I am Scottish biased. Sean. Um, I mean, I think that's sort of a question I'd have to have time to think over. But I think on form, I think he he, he is he has like uh, he has the potential to be the best. I like whether he's like he's still as you said he said he's back. So obviously he hasn't been on form. We all kind of know he wasn't been at his best. So, but I mean, he is a world class player, no denying that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he's he's tied a record as well. Twenty five international tries for Scotland. That's tied for the record, and we've got. One more game to go, so Hoggy, go for it. Yeah. But even the adopted South Africans, we'll call them, they were proven like should have picked them when you had the chance, sort of thing. Like if you go on the highlights on YouTube, the fifth, 15 minute mark, we're on our try line. Finn pops out to Duhan, and Duhan takes up to the halfway. Oh my he's, god, he's on- that was such a good run. Just oh. went for it, didn't you? Duhan, and he said, Duhan's, been, Duhan's been playing well. Yeah, set up Hoggy's first try. Um, Pierre Schumann was just out to murder people. It was quite funny because where I was sitting, you could see the subs warming up and everyone's running about apart from Ollie Kebble who's just standing there like licking his lips like, get me on now. Um, like, did you think the first shoot on <clears throat> try was a forward pass? No. Okay. I feel like you do. Well... I wasn't sure. There was no conclusive evidence because it was on-field try and there was no evidence to overturn it. So yeah. anyone who doesn't know, if when the referee is going on-field try, on-field no try, if it's on-field try, there has yeah. to be sufficient evidence to turn it over. If it's on-field no try, there has to be sufficient evidence to give the try. So it's on-field yeah. try. Um, it, it was a bit weird. My Irish ref mate who was with me said that it was forward. I went a bit biased and said it wasn't. I, I, you can't tell. I don't think it was purely because, uh, yeah, Herschel Yanchi's hit it. No, not that one. Not that pass. Oh, the pass before. Yeah. No, it wasn't for us. Okay. I'm just, that's just my opinion. I mean, I'm not I mean, a ref. Do you want to talk? I mean, I'll, I'll duck out of ref talk right now. Go on, Angus Gowan. I don't want him refereeing a Scotland game again. <laughs> Honestly, absolute joke of a ref. Like, I, you sent me the joke midweek. Like, oh, it looks like Scotland will be playing against 16 men. And I went, yeah, cool, like laughing it off. Yeah, no. From the word go, we were against 16 men. Angus, yeah, but I, then I, there, I, was a few, I, there was a few dodgy <clears throat> calls both ways. It got that bad. I had to make the joke, like, was he upset because of last week's result? Or, like, were you just that annoyed that we beat Australia? So you went, nah, you're not getting two for two? And I had oh, some very angry messages <clears throat> off. Murray after that game. <laughs> Just like Jamie Ritchie, so many times was not the tackler and went to rip the ball and then oh he's not releasing yeah. or not rolling away. And I'm like That was yeah, the breakdown was a do you know what I, yeah, the breakdown I can't even defend some of the stuff on there. The breakdown was a fucking joke. It really was stressing me out. But then there was a few times Scotland won the ball illegally and I was there going, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, no. that's what I do. Even when I watch Wales, I'll be—I'm the most like 
in the game, I'll be screaming for my country. But if it's a yeah. referee decision, I'll be like, which has gone our way, but shouldn't have. I'm a bit like, yay. Mm. Like yeah. England and Wales. Yay. But yeah, that... I mean, I think we can move on to land of our fathers, Wales. Um, Odd game. Fiji's had you rocking. Mm. Jesus. Well, also, it was, fair play, my, 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 can we very, very quickly dropping in my sponsor, Match Pint, download it, TTTR, <laughs> um, give me any free games. I predicted that. So, whatever anyone says, I predicted that game 14 points because I thought it was going to be close and mm. it was 15 points. So, I have a free Guinness. Just on the. Did you enjoy on, your free Guinness in the week? Yeah, on that, I got a free Guinness last week. Thanks, courtesy of Simeon telling me to join his league. So, uh, there you go. I, I, I mean, it was nice, you know. Why not? Free, who's going to complain? I got gifted one, but apparently you can't use it on the weekends. No, yeah, got, it. Week. got it yeah. used in the week. So Maybe, I'm going yeah. out to the pub in the week with my mate. We're going to the um, we're going to the uh, museum, and then afterwards we're going to go to the pub. And because I've got free Guinness, I can gift. I'm just going to gift them free Guinness. So we're just going to have loads of Guinness. There you go. Fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah. No, I got gifted a Guinness or whatever I wanted by. Our good friend Carwin from Uneducated Rugby and something enlightened me that I can't use it. Um, that's great. Yes, in that's not the week. Week. You need to go out drinking the week. Um, I can't. Does Friday count as the week? Yes, you can do on a Friday. Maybe uh, then, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Come down to Edinburgh. Anyway, um, back to the rugby with Wales. Fiji. What a game. It was my mum and my sister went to it. They fucking loved it. If they had the because they said they had a great time because it wasn't a 60 point blowout, it yeah. was a close game. I think everyone who went to that game enjoyed it, even no, though yeah. a bit shit. They, well, uh, I think we should talk about the elephant in the room. D- damn big. Anyone who can't see my mug, I've got a damn bigger mug with me. Who I get, <laughs> which, which on the back, we sorry, this is a funny story actually. So on the back, it says, um, England 25, where Eels 28 from the World Cup. Is penalty edged Wales to a famous kick to just washed England out their own World Cup. Ooh. I mean, um, Harvey enjoyed drinking Harvey out of that Allen, mug. When Harvey Allen was saying in Edinburgh, every time he wanted a cup of tea, he got this mug. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, bigger was Port. We don't need to talk anymore that. Callum Sheedy came on and Wales started scoring tries. Before we get onto that try, Massive shout out to Fijian captain Lysia Nayakalevu. Two tries and he scored, he finished off that beautiful hmm. coast to coast. Oh, that was a fucking great try. It's just, um, it's just, it's just so Fijian. It's just such a Fijian thing to do. And it was, it was lovely. And credit, I mean, there were 14 man down, there were a man short for 50, 50 minutes of the game. And then they kept going back down to 13 because there were two yellow cards as well. And they still kept hmm. Wales rocking. And on to referee talk, the red card. Um, well, I don't think anyone can argue. He went on the ground, he tackled him, released from the tackle and twatted him with a forearm in the face. Yeah. That's a red card. I can't yeah. Um, Fiji were a bit dirty. I mean, I think Fiji... Possibly could have won that game if they didn't give away the red card. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but then sometimes you... And you've seen this in games before. Like, I'm not defending Wales here because I know they weren't the best. Well, they were. They went through phases of being very, very good and playing Welsh rugby and then phases of not being very good and arguing too much. But 
do you remember Australia, France, and Australia got the red, and France went, oh, Grand, we'll win this now, and then yeah. they lost. Yeah, I think they could have been. I think there was a bit of that in Wales. It was, ah, oh, we'd have beaten Fiji. Fiji's got a red card. This is easy, and then they were overdoing. But can I also can I ask this question? Wales does not have a bad back three player. No, they don't. I don't like all one. The of them, three, all the back player. three scored. All the back three scored. Zamet scoring one of the best tries I've seen in a long best time. And, and also back onto referee talk. It was a try. You don't have to be. Everyone's going. Oh, he didn't have control of the ball. Don't have to. Yeah. You just got to ground it. You've got to keep in contact with it. But it doesn't matter. The contact started with the hands and rolled back to the forearm, so it's not going forward; it's going backwards. And then he grounded the ball. Doesn't that, he wasn't in control, but it went backwards along his arm, and then never lost contact and grounded the ball. It, it, it's a try. It's not that word pressure. Yeah, there's it has all it has to be is a small bit of pressure, and there was. Can I can I query you on that? I mean, um, yes. so you know the way there's for the because I I believe I think this this is the way I have it in my head, and I think. You can confirm whether this whether this is right or not. Is it because it's a kick? There's no need for to, for control. All you need, as you said, is you know no space between the ball and your hand when touching. Yeah. Down. So, and but then, like when you're scoring a try like out of hand, you've got to be in control. You got to have control. When there, you're yeah. scoring a kick like a chase down, hmm. um, yeah, you should have said it. Also, it's only it's Fiji's own bloody fault. The guy was standing right next to it, yeah. waiting for it to go out, and damn it, just comes out there and goes, "Oh no, I'll have that." Yeah. yeah. As, as well, 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 just started looking at it. Yeah. yeah. That, as much as I, I think, love, you know what? Anyone who complains it wasn't a try. Well, it's Fiji's fault anyway. Yeah, should have put it down. As much as I love Ben Volavola, that was just—he was just waiting for that to happen. It was like Rab Howley all over again, and for wasps. Oh and my then... god, <laughs> it was. It's a yeah. Welsh thing. It's a Welsh thing. But um, on the on the what you were saying, Simon, on the um the no control thing, I think that's where people were kind of getting confused. Where some people were saying it's not a try is because they don't they think they can they consider touching the ball down and having control as and a kick as the same thing. Whereas you just explained it's not. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it was a try. Alex Kaffer, I was so happy to see that man get a try. Yes. Good game as well. Good standard, yeah. good game. Ryan Elias going too. Ryan Elias was my only, and it was by thin margins. I did discuss it with Sean. I put out a like, team of the week sort of thing from the autumn. Who got uh, a hooker team of the week? Huh? Who was like the general hooker team of the week this week? I, haven't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I ran a lot. I think it should be run a lot, but there we go. My boss for rugby's team of the week was the one that I looked up. I think <laughs> Rona Callagher might might have got one or two. I'd say selection. Oh, we did have a good game. Or yeah. Matt, Matt, in rugby pass the team of the week. Um, Matt Avesi for Fiji. He got he got selected. Oh, Matt Avesi. Oh, he's a Cornish boy. Player. That's fine. He can, he can hmm. have it. He's Cornish. <laughs> yeah. No. The the team of the week I did was it had Ryan Elias as hooker. With two Fijians in it, it had Bill Mata at number eight, and uh, was see uh, near Kalivu at outside centre, and rightfully so. No, it was yeah. tough. I was going to have Lewis v Samet there, but I thought James Lowe. Oh yeah, no, even even I agree. James Lowe should have had it. Um, yeah. But also, another underrated win for Wales this weekend: the women, twenty nine yeah. nineteen against South Africa. They dominated until about the last 20 to min- last twenty minutes, and then Wales kind of lost their fitness, and South Africa scored three tries. Wales scoring one in the last twenty minutes. That must, I mean, oh, if I was back at home, I'd have loved to go into that game. Great win for Wales. They're two, um, two, uh, what's it called internationals of their um, awesome campaign. Two out of two wins, and they were the first two wins in eight, nine games. It's been a long time for Wales women. They've really struggled, but. 
they've gone to professionalism and they're getting results. Good, good. You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. Um, just on the women's front as well, Ireland also recorded their first win, uh, well, in their first game of the of their Autumn Nation series. 20 points to 10 win over the USA at the RDS. I mean, it's a good win for Ireland, just kind of getting momentum back. Obviously, we all know what happened. Uh, I got a lead from a reminder anyway, from uh, <laughs> a few months ago back in Parma. But um, I mean, it's good for Ireland just to get some momentum. I mean, it's still a strange situation in Ireland with, you know, the outgoing head coach, um, Adam Griggs, still in charge until Greg McWilliams takes over in December. So it's still a strange one. But I mean, great, like, as I said, just momentum-wise, just good for Ireland. I mean, Maeve O'Goleary, she was on her on the bench for Ireland, played very well for Munster in the uh, Interpro Series just a few months just before the um, World Cup qualifiers came on, made her debut. So, uh, fair play to her. I mean, as I said, just good win for Ireland. And on the first on time, we've all all our home nations have won in the same week. Yeah, oh, really? that's yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all our women. Oh man. Yay! Oh, no, oh, sorry, not on men, because you lost. The women. <laughs> wow. wow, you live in Edinburgh. You're Scottish, so shush. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I'm actually honest. Be Scottish. Simeon's say, only oh, Scottish oh. when they win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Welsh this week, Camryggen, bah. Um, but also, more defeat for New Zealand, a massive loss to France in the women. Yes, the, the Black Ferns. They're just not really click. I know they had a lot of like, fresh caps for this tour. But they need Michaela Blyde. They need Michaela Blyde. Michaela, come on, we know you're listening. Get on to the 15s. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just a bit, bit mad. But then the French men. I wouldn't say No, they didn't dominate. They put up a good game. Georgia was unreal. And were not any slip. They're never any slip. You never like, shrug off Georgia. But I think just at the end, France. I mean, France had a, like a full goal team. Aldrich was at eight, Dupont at nine, Jalabert at ten, Intermac inside mm. centre. Damien Pinot was on the wing. Man of the match, Damien Pinot. Yes. Like. You can eat your Maybe words, that. Murray. Eat your words. One-dimensional player gets man of the match. <laughs> he still scored the try that I said I don't like him for. That he didn't do yeah, anything. Look, he just... A try's a try, you know. <laughs> I know. I'm looking forward to France v New Zealand. Yes. Actually. Yes. That, that's the game we've all been waiting for. For I think I don't know. It's just well, if, well, if, well, if, well, if, if what's yeah. it called? If they if they I can't get my words out tonight. I've been too too much essays. Too much too many uh-huh. essays. Um, uh-huh. I I was doing essays for six hours today. I don't see you doing that. Um, uh, I've done all that, mate. I don't need to go back. That's fine. Um, but <laughs> if they are, if New Zealand's discipline is like it was against Ireland. France are going to win that game. Yeah, I think um, I think France are in a really weird place considering the selections that they made on their teams this automation series. I mean, against Georgia, they selected a pretty strong team. It looked like almost like their first team, a similar team that they selected against Argentina, and obviously against the All Blacks, you'd imagine they're going to select a pretty strong team, you know, like pretty much their first team. So like this is France, they'll probably select their second team and win. <laughs> Probably, but I mean, I'm, I suppose they're probably they probably just treated that their tour that they went to Australia as their development tour, and obviously they're cho- choosing not to blood players in, during this automation series and just go for gold and try and win all three games. It's it's a strange one. It is a strange one. Um, yeah. Talking of fantastic looking teams, England. I'm sorry, that back oh was something beautiful. Yes, Marcus Smith just controlling the tempo from the word go. 
Freddie Stewart, I mean, considering he only got his first cap in the summer past. He's been then, doing grand. And now I think he's the starting fullback going forward. Got his first try for England. What a try. Just stepped into next It was just out of nowhere, wasn't it? It just yeah. kind of came. It was, yeah. I thought Farrell played all right. Sabine, are you feeling okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't twat anyone in the head. And he, he didn't have the ball on he, he did come off like he could not put pressure on his foot. He, he came hobbling off. Oh, did he? Yeah. I mean, fair play to Eddie Jones for trying something interesting, at least. Mm. Man into a langy on the wing. Very Can we talk about the big one that we've all been waiting for? Sam Simmons played for England. And he set up a great try. Brilliant try. Speaking of that try, Jamie Blamire, first England forward ever to score in four consecutive games. Is he? He has scored more tries for England than he has starts for Newcastle Falcons. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, what what a run. 40 metres sprint by a hooker. He's not, he doesn't yeah. slouch, is he? No. Um, my boy Henry Slade continuing his form, by the way. Yes. Oh, guess what I was told today on um, TikTok? I need to get the Henry Slade haircut. Short mullet and keep the moustache. Uh, please. Please. Dye your please hair. Don't. I'm tempted. I'm actually tempted. That's a scary thing. <laughs> oh, just because I'm thinking of him, my ADHD's been really great today. That's why I'm going to the gym. Um, I've had two more pies this week. Oh, Christ. Pie in the week time. Well, right. I had one at the Scots Guard again. That was grand. But I had my first macaroni pie. You know what? I had a macaroni pie till now. I love them. Till now. Today. Till I'm now. Awesome. And I'm having it... Huh? Till now, sure. I've never had one like what the a macaroni pie. Like I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. Till Saturday Jesus. night. What? It was. It was. Exactly, it's exactly what it says on the tin, Sean. Macaroni cheese <laughs> and pastry. There Welcome you go. to Scotland. <laughs> Mac and we'll cheese is not very common. We'll put anything in pastry and sell it. Yeah. Well, the first time I ever had a burger in Edinburgh. <laughs> Right, which was a yeah. McDonald's, so it was like a, a of course chippy. it was. Of course it was. The burger was <laughs> fucking deep fried. What? What? The patty was deep fried. And McDonald's. That's no, interesting. McDonald's. I would. I said somewhere which wasn't McDonald's. Oh, okay. I, Mc... yeah. I was like, if you've got a deep fried burger from McDonald's, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I mean, that was weird. Yeah, I do like a deep fried Mars bar too. Sure. Dave, the rugby coach, loves the fact that you can mention Pennycook Pies. I love Dave. Big shout out to Pennycook Pies and Dave. Pennycook, <laughs> I, can I come back sometime soon? Um, also, SIU, if you're listening, send me to Pennycook on a game um, in the new year. Thank you. Cheers. Now, Please give Simeon more pies. Give Simeon more, more pies. More importantly, if the SIU are listening, uh, can we get the TikTok ref, have a five ref in a game, please? Thanks. Cheers, thanks. Um, <laughs> no, I've got um, Div 1 games. I've got all Div 1 games now uh, till the new year. Nice. Nice. First team, nice. First team Div 1. Looking forward to it, to be fair. I've, I've got uni games. Like, I'm kind of on... I call it break because uni games are a lot easier to ref than um, normal games because it's a lot. It's a bit slower and a, a bit more unfit and, like, are the ones I've been doing. Um, so I'm kind of just on, like... I'm still doing fitness and, like, before games and stuff. But... Um, I'm looking forward to get net not when is it North Berwick North Berwick on the 27th first 
SIU game back, ERRS back game. And I'm looking forward to that. But I've got to go. Have you seen where North Berwick is? Miles away. Miles. So, yeah. so I don't know why I'm rambling on about this. Um, Questions? What, what was the question? No, you forgot a game. Wait. Yeah. Simeon, I believe you wanted to talk about the shipwreck that is Canada. Oh, they beat Belgium. Right. Sorry. I was looking at tier two results. So I'm just going to do a tier two roundup quickly of ones I saw, which is only like two I can remember. Canada didn't let a try in against Belgium, 20 something, 24 nil. And here's a really weird one for you Poland beat Germany. I know that's because I found out a fact and I was wanting to tell you about it. So, our beloved rugby shop in Edinburgh, first 15, has a member of staff that plays for Polish national rugby team. If you, go, if you go on the Instagram, like he, he's been like taking over the like the stories. Yeah. He's been giving like, updates. Not, he has the thickest Scottish accent I've <laughs> ever heard. It is amazing. Think of it. You know the, oh, I can't remember his name, the Russian captain. Oh, the one with the moustache. The Irish yeah, guy. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's brilliant. But um, you know what? Fair, fair play of Poland. And yeah. yeah. Um, Good job. That's fun. In, um, one sure. second. In, in other tier two results, which is actually a pretty good result, Japan, I think, not, not as comfortable as you would have thought, beat Portugal 38-25. That I mean, was what I wanted to talk about. Portugal's been doing well recently. Yeah. We're going to have fun next week, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're in for a big win. Anyone who doesn't know, me and Murray are both in the game next week. Um, yeah! I've got a ticket for 24 quid. Ain't complaining. That's well, nice. Yes, I'm in the heavens, but I don't care. It's 24 quid. I go to a That's Scotland fun. game. I'm, I'm chuffed. Bargain. Bargain. Three match points for the TikTok rest for the second week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, uh, you're coming. My, you, oh, you're coming to Malone's for the um Scotland Wales Australia game. Scotland Wales Australia game. Triple Sorry, threat. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a new. <laughs> um, the Wales, the Wales Australia game. You're coming to Malone's for that. Okay. Well, I mean, my my lovely father might buy you an RP as he did last week. Yes, it was very nice. The very niceness <laughs> and a pie. Oh, pies! I love my pies. <laughs> I've got a problem. At least it's just pies and not alcohol. That's fine. I get so happy. I had a meatball malasala today from Tesco. That was fun. You're a strange human being. This is a rugby show, not a bloody cooking show. I've got Guinness in my fridge. That goes with rugby. That's fine. Pies go with rugby. Sean, do pies go with rugby? Not in my book. Well, you're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's away. He's away. <laughs> You're not in there. That's kind of worry. I don't know where my cards are. Of course, oh, professionals always come in. <laughs> I know where they are. Uh, anyway, well, what's the game for next week? We've got Scotland, Japan. We've got Ireland, Argentina, Wales, Australia, England, South Africa, and France, New Zealand. And, uh, and Fiji, Portugal. Don't forget that. That'll be a good game. Fiji, Portugal. That will be. Italy against Uruguay? Oh, no, that was the A's, I think. I think that was the A's. No, I think it is actually Italy. Is uh, it? It's an old Yeah. Well, some juicy games. And there's a lot of World Cup. Two World Cup previews. Yeah. Red Cats, uh-huh. Murray, and Sean Lenahan. So, yeah. You say? 
Right, predictions for next week before we get into the question, because I've not done predictions in a while. Well, if you want to do your predictions, you can do no. a match pint and win. Hey, shush, you can do a ma- on match pint and win a free pint code TTTR. Um, Unless you've got a Wally phone and it's not compatible, so you can't do it. It's a bugger. Well, don't get a Wally phone because you're old. Yeah. A what um, phone? A <laughs> what? Oh, Hawaii. Well, you're still a winning. Um, <laughs> I'm calling it a home nations win for all. Yeah. All the home nations to win. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Italy to be actually no Uruguay. Come on, Uruguay. Yes, um, come on, Uruguay. Yeah, come on, Uruguay. Um, go on. And France to beat New Zealand. I'm yeah. gonna go ballsy there. Oh, so I'm going. I'm Ooh. going for an all Northern Hemisphere win, apart from Italy. Per hour. Yeah, I I'm a, I agree with you. Apart, I think Ireland beating New Zealand's just going to anger them more. And good luck, France, because I feel like if anyone's going to bugger it sideways, it's going to be France. So good luck to them. Or absolutely murder them. This is France we're talking about here. I know, this is what I'm thinking, but they've been, like, they've been playing lightly against Argentina and, and uh, Georgia. I just think... And, yeah. Again, and... This is I don't France. Know. And... Three, three wins? Mm, I don't know. I feel like that's, not, that's, two, that's two out of their reach. If Wales get two from two... I'm sorry. Two, out two of from two. Three. You dream... And the women's did. That's fine. Well done, Will's women. Um, Sean? <laughs> um, I, I was literally going... I was going to completely agree with you, Simeon, until Murray said it there. I think the, the All Blacks will actually be France. I, I, I think it's likely. But... I do think that come two years' time, I think the results could be the other way around, where France beat the All Blacks mm. at the opening game of the Rugby World Cup. Um, well, that's what I hope, to be honest. That's, I don't know. For some reason, I just hope that happens, that France don't peak now and that they peak in 2023. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I, I'm just going to briefly touch on Wales. If Wales play like they did against South Africa, they will actually, like, ham in Australia. If they play like they did against Fiji, we well, sure Yeah. So um, it's going to be... But I think... The and if Scotland did what they did against Tonga, we're in for a fucking future. Oh, do, if, well, <coughs> if Scotland do what they did against any, I'm sorry, if Scotland do what they've done all of their games, yeah. whatever happened, because he played well every game. Yeah, Scotland. So I just think, I just think, yeah, it'll be a good win. Sure. Yeah. Sorted. Um, just how many, while. How many tries does Big Two Hand get? Sorry, Sean. No, you're right. I don't reckon you'll start. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, I, reckon, I think they need to give Stain another run out because he had such a good game with Stonker. Yeah, he did. He did. And played against Australia. And maybe put um, Kinghorn on the wing. That's that's too hard to go on the wings. Um, Stain and mm. Kinghorn. Just for a laugh. I'd have, I'd have McQueen just because. You, you suck him off. Wow! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> All right, then. Sean, Sean knows exactly <laughs> Sean knows exactly what I'm on about right now. <laughs> oh my Sean, god! Sean knows what I'm on about. Um, what's the question? Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll move on to the fan crowd. Actually, just while um while I remembered there, um, myself and Murray were talking about this earlier. Anyway, um, update from the Ireland squad: Johnny Sexton is out, um, and Jack Carty is in. So brilliant news! Yes, <laughs> Carty to start. Yeah, I'd like to see him start, but um, anyway, that's that's brilliant news. 
Yeah, it's probably going to be Murray said as well. He did. I think Carby need, Carberry needs a run out for 10 for Ireland because he's probably going to be Ireland's next 10. He will be the backup anyway, yeah. Come World Cup time, you don't know if, whether Sexton will be still around or not. So anyway, that's that's a whole other conversation. But um, we'll move on to the, the fan question from the day. And the fan question is from Murray's good pal. He's been on the podcast so many times now. It's from Carwin Harris from Uned- 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 sorry, Uneducated Rugby. <laughs> if I can get that one, Um This was actually a good question from Carwin. So obviously today, uh, just as a bit, bit of contest text before I give the question, obviously World Rugby Today um, re- announced the um, shortlist or the nominees for World Player of the Year and obviously numerous other awards. So the question from Carwin is, can you discuss the World Player of the Year nominees just don't get it. Dupont fair, and I can ish understand Hooper and Atoje if you only watch Lions, but Karevi, and then question mark. And then there was a side question. Also, other question: Are Wales the worst side in history versus fourteen and thirteen men? But we'll start with the first question: Player of the Year nominees. So obviously, it was Dupont, Karevi, Atoje, and Michael Hooper, Hooper. Michael Hooper. Michael. The Hooper. only one I understand is Dupont. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Hooper. Hooper was ve- Hooper was very good in the side. Nah. No, I just feel like Dupont makes sense. Like world player, uh, not world player, European player of the year. He's, yeah. he's going to win the world player. Of the oh year. yeah, he's won that award. Yeah. <clears throat> but Mara told you, I kind of get. I know someone doesn't like him. No, but... no, oh, great. Here we go. If you go on a whole year, right? He might have been player lines of a tour, but it, yeah, he was appalling in that Six Nations. Yeah, he was yeah. Utterly you know appalling. Had... Because you've mentioned it and it's not biased, he did actually do really well in the Six Nations and the Lions. Hamish Watson. Yeah. I'm just Again, I'm just right, another one. Another one. Josh Adams. Josh Adams. I'll give you one that should be on there because I said he was going to win it. Richie Mawaya. Yeah. Oh yeah. He definitely should. There's be not there. there's not an all black and there's no sprint block. I'm sorry, World Rugby, you've made an arse of that somewhere. Yeah, Crevy's um, done nothing. Crevy's not playing at the moment. He's done yeah, that. Yeah. No. Um. So, um. Like, so I think we should all applaud Anton Dupont. Well done for winning World Rugby Player of the Year. We're really proud of you. Great. Fans team. vote. As fans vote, though, Maro's probably going to win it. Nah. No, no. I'm going to be voting for Dupont of, anyway. I know a I'm lot going of to English. Be I'm voting for I've already voted for Dupont. Um. Can I just say? I think that. I don't like the timing of the the nominees. Like, I mean, there's still another round of Autumn Internationals to go. I mean, like, Richie Moanga could obviously play a stormer if he starts. And then it would yeah. be saying, oh, yeah, Moanga will be player of the year. Um, I mean, I think, why could they not just wait an extra week for to wait for all the internationals to finish? I mean, it, it basically is based on autumn, on international games. I mean, what, yeah. why could they not yeah. just wait? I what think if, like... Dupont wins the winning try against the All Blacks next week. Yeah, exactly. It would be you completely sway opinions. Like, yeah, but you don't get the another time. one. And it's, it's another question. Like, why is there only four on the shortlist this year? There used to be like six, six. seven, or eight. It was six normally. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, it's usually a, a decent amount. Not like basically, again, yeah. if we had six, you could put, or you could put uh, Adams and Hamish Watson or Richie Munger, like. I'm mm. not being funny, and it's, it's not disrespect to uh, Simon Crowley. How's he there? Yeah. I don't he's think he's that good. Oh, can I just, on Australian wingers, can I just point out who I think the most pointless winger ever to play rugby is? Tom Wright? Why? <laughs> Have Why? you ever seen him do anything? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Exactly. 
I have, oh. I have a really big thing. Like when I can appreciate Marutoji will have a good game. Tom Wright does nothing. I, I just, nah. Well, well, we're not having Tom Wright on the show then. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, just before we go on to um, uh, the second part of. Carwin's other question. We just briefly, World Player of the Year on the women's side: Zoe Alcraft, Caroline Bujard, Poppy Cleal, uh, and Lara Sanzus. Who do you think would win that, boys? Poppy Cleal. I love Poppy. Poppy Cleal so fucking scary. I'd say Bujard for me. I'd, I'd say Bujard. Poppy Cleal is good. I will give her that. But I, uh, I just think Bujard. From when I watched, from what I've seen from the women's Six Nations, Bujard's. <sighs> She was brilliant. I mean, I, right. I, I she was a guaranteed pick for me every week in the fantasy, and like the amount of points she picked up was absolutely crazy. <laughs> um, can we also can we <laughs> briefly mention um breakthrough player? Because I think that's probably the action. That's interesting. So if anyone hasn't seen it, it's Lurie Samet, Will yep. Jordan, uh Marcus Smith, and Andrew Kelloway. Andrew Kelloway. Hmm. Do you want the one up? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm personally I'm gonna go Zamet. Because I'm going to be a bit biased, but he's also only 20, 21, and he's a British and Irish lion and played very well on the tour. You know uh, what? They've all, and it's, again, I'm not disrespecting him because he's he's fantastic. We praised him a few weeks ago. I think he could kind of take Andrew Kelly out of the running, and it's no offense to him. Oh, he's, just, he's, a fanta- he's had a fantastic season, yeah, but, but he's not, who, he's to not who both he's free. To, yeah. yeah. But like, Lewis Reese, I'm at 20 years old, British Irish lion. Basically, I, took the world right. took the world by storm in the Six yeah. Nation. I know you're going to get angry at me for saying this. I take Marcus Smith out as the third because he's not played that much international rugby. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I, I was going to like give a coin to each of them anyway. So. Okay. Yeah. So Willis Simon, literally 20 year old, took the fucking world by storm in the the COVID Six Nations because there was no crowd and set the world alight. Um. Will Jordan, we mentioned him earlier, 17 tries and 12 caps. It does. It's unreal. He yeah. scores for fun, makes it look ridiculous easily. Marcus Smith, he has had like the perfect year, almost. Yeah. It's, they're all viable. Like yeah. When it comes out, who won it? If it's Will Jordan, Reese Samet, or Marcus Smith. You know what? I'd like Kelly to win it. I like Kelly, but... I, I love Kelly. If Kelly anyway, won it, I'd be like... <laughs> Fair enough. I just yeah. don't think many people have heard of it either. Anyway, anyone anyone that wins that, like, fair enough. Like, yeah. it's all viable. I think there's more. It's going to be tighter than the, the actual men's world yeah. player of the year. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, there's one winner. You'd have one you'd one have winner. no um you'd have no complaints uh who yeah. who would win that one like you Pretty couldn't much, you couldn't yeah. argue yeah. Um, I'd like to see Will Jordan win it, but uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll leave it. That's my take. Right. Okay, you said Will Jordan. I go Zamet. Murray, I'll just make it interesting. I'll go Smith just to make it interesting. Yeah, very fair. I mean, okay. three way could we be? You know, we could put it a three way tie in our and our one. <laughs> um, all right, just before we we finish up the second part of Carwin's question, also other question: Are Wales the worst side in history versus fourteen or thirteen men? Murray, let you no. go first on that one. No, because when Scotland went down to fourteen men, we absolutely pulverized them. Ireland we beat on 14 men quite nicely. Oh, I'm sorry. You switch allegiance quick. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You, you, it, stop being petty, both of you. Um, nah. A different one. A petty. Unfounded yeah. claim. So it's a 50-50. That doesn't that help, Sonny. Thanks. 
Um, I wouldn't say they're the worst against 13 or 14 men, I think. Granta. Shut up. You've had your say. You said, yeah, but no, basically. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but. Um, it's difficult because if you've got somebody like Wesley Summit, who's difficult to stop when there's 15 men on the pitch, how come he doesn't know? Apart from Fiji, do you know like how come none of that works and look at all that space just dies against 14, 13 men? Wait, your claim is absolute bollocks. I'm sorry. Fuck off. Oh, no, no. I wasn't finished. Sorry, sorry. No, right, no, but you said Zamet. Zamet scored against Ireland, Scotland and Fiji when they had red cards. All right, so he can't score against 15 men. There's, there's a better claim. He can because he did it against I'm you bite so hard. You bet so hard and so quick at that one. Yeah, I did. No, I just don't get how, if you're well-structured and then you've got the man advantage, you can't mm. go full go at it. That's my, that's where I'm going. I didn't mean to use like Zamet as just an example. I just meant that like... Okay, because that annoyed me. Because I was like... No, I didn't mean... No, I didn't mean... the worst example you could have given. No, I didn't mean him as a player. I mean, a player of that calibre with that space, use it. Yeah. But like other times they don't, and then they get trapped, and then like yeah. like we said, Fiji had them rocking till the seventieth mm. minute, and they were thir- they were down to thirteen at twice. Yeah. So I wouldn't say they're worse; they're just not very good at remaining structured. Yeah, go. I think they get a bit excited. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, it's like oh, we've got all the space, and then ah no shit bugger. Ah oh, wait, no, we don't. Zamet just kick the ball and run. Ah, oh, there's the space. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I, I think that's fair, Murray. What you said. I think they're not the worst because obviously you got to give them some credit that they actually could clutch the wins, even though against obviously against Ireland and, and Fiji just stand out to me. Obviously, um, like a win is a, a win is a win. You know, it doesn't really matter how how it happens. So, got to give them that. Got to give them that. Um. So yeah, I think we've pretty much covered anything. Any final words, lads? No, I think we're grand. I think that was great question by Carwin. Like that, yeah. that proper, that proper got everyone going, and we all explained for both questions there. So, yeah. Also, if if you've got time, you can listen to it when you listen to us on Spotify or YouTube. Um, go on Spotify and give give Carmen a listen on the Uneducated Pod. It's mostly about URC and Welsh rugby, so Simeon, you'll have a field day listening to it. And I've been asked a few times because we do the combined fifteens, so. I've been asked to come on a few times. So And yeah. lastly, don't forget Surprise Dash. Surprise Dash. What's the code again, Murray? Rugby Connection. Rugby All Connection. One word. 15%. One 15%. 15%. Give it a go. Yeah. Why not? And it's coming up to Christmas. If you don't know what to get a family member and they love rugby, get them a Surprise Dash. Or a Murray. Or a what? Or a Murray. A Murray? Yeah. No, I'm not going away. I'm not getting gifted this year. Are you not? No. <laughs> Just wait till the Cards game. Just wait till the Cards game. <laughs> See, everyone knows exactly what I'm on about. Does Sean know about it? Yes. All right, I'm, and I'm for For those that don't have a clue, I'm getting a little insight here from the from my private conversation we have away from this show. Mm. So, is it part of my Christmas? Yeah, let's go with that, yeah. 
Mm. Right. It will make sense. Won't Sean, won't it make sense? The Cardiff be better um Cardiffy Benton. Cardiffy Edinburgh game. Yeah, I think it will, but I'm based on your plans. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So Simeon has a weird plan that involves how many surprises? Two, three. 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 Three surprises. And I must repeat, must be at the Edinburgh versus Cardiff game on the 8th of January. If I'm correct there. Yes, two days before placement. Yes. At the damn health. I must be there for this thing. Peroxide Niger's planning. Peroxide Niger. Apparently it's just going to make sense. So <laughs> if anyone else has got an idea what it could be, put it in the comments and let me know. Right. Yeah. Yep, we'll leave that. We'll leave Murray pondering on that one for the time being. <laughs> um, actually, seeing as you two boys gave uh, two nice plugs, obviously, same when you plugged your uh, match point league code TT or TTT or triple TR, triple TR. And Murray, you plugged yourself on uh, the Uneducated Rugby Podcast. I'm going to plug myself actually today. If you go onto Rugby Pass to TikTok, I actually had a video up there. Go and check it out. Oh, like, so that was great video. Well done. As well, I see that it came up now. I'm Sean from Upload Rugby Media, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, fair play, mate. Like, working with Rugby Pass now, that's, that's class. Yes, I'd uh, like to see that flag, Simi. Thank you. Thank you, boy. I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> how about we sign off with a with a, with a few verses from Ireland's call? Ireland. Uh, no, no. <laughs> 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 anyway, all right, uh, that was... that was standing <laughs> tall. You start it now, Sean. We'll have to finish it. Sean, <laughs> there We'll that was a brilliant week of uh, international rugby thanks a lot everyone for tuning in this is episode 8 of the Rugby Connection podcast and we will see you all next week Song of all. Diochavarian <laughs>